it's always the owner. Their practice is always a reflection of the owner. And if I can change the owner's way of thinking, then the whole practice will change. That's the hardest. But more often than not, it's just not knowing what to do. You're listening to Australia's Tax News Podcast, Tax Talks, the podcast for Australian tax professionals. Welcome to episode 176 of Tax Talks. This is Heide Robson and thank you to Class for sponsoring this episode. If you had a mentor, what would you ask them? What common pain points do we share as accountants, advisors and tax professionals? This is the question I asked Edward Chen, co-founder of Wise Mentoring. Here's his answer. What is the difference between mentoring and coaching, or is it basically the same? No, there's, there's quite a lot of difference. If you can think of a football coach, it's a probably a good, good place to start. Uh, a football coach gets in there with you, very task-orientated, pushes hard, you know, you do this and then you do this and then you do this. Correct. And very, very hands-on, very, very sort of in your face, so to speak. And obviously for that amount of time that's spent with you, the costs are a lot more. So that's a, a difference. You know, it's more telling the person what to do, uh, whereas mentoring is more about a general guidance, support, holding their hand rather than, you know, getting in their face, so to, so to speak. So it's less directing, is more self-discipline, self-directed when you're when you're mentoring, uh, providing an example, providing tools, that kind of stuff is more mentoring. I see. So you do mentoring. Yes, we do mentoring. So why is mentoring is mentoring, but I have been doing some coaching, but it's a fine line between coaching and mentoring, because it just depends on the person and what level of involvement he, want, he or she wants from you. But m most of mine is just mentoring. Even the face-to-face -face stuff that I do with a client accounting firm uh, is more mentoring, providing the tools and the education and the knowledge and uh, the training to so they become self-sufficient and, uh, and they, they, they can then run their own business. So it's really more mentoring. That's what I do than coaching. ask you something different which is a little bit off topic just coming back to this concept of self-running practices i can see how chen Naylor can work because the um, partners in the different offices they are hands-on they are minding and putting it all together but i am quite skeptical and i'm you know i'm making myself the devil's advocate here i'm quite skeptical of the self running practice because in the end somebody needs to be there who has skin in the game i think if you run a practice just with employees without any commission without any participation of whether it's going wrong or well i can imagine the rot sets in very quickly and it doesn't really work as well as if you have somebody there who has skin in the game uh, yes we, we have a combination of so so some of the officers now are getting to that stage where they they want to do what we what David Naylor and I are doing, and we're earmarking uh, a succession planning within their, their their business, and those people will end up running it, and the the current practitioners will retire like like us and just sit on the board, and come back to a, a monthly board meeting, 
And those people, the succession planning, yes, they do have the option to buy in. Some of them don't uh, because of their own commitments, uh, financial commitments, you know, maybe a mortgage and so forth, and, and others do. So, but in the main, you're right, you know, they might pick up 10 or 15% as equity. But at the end of the day, even if they have skin the game, it doesn't guarantee that it's going to be run well. And, uh, and, and how do I know that? Because all the firms are approaching us for help. So they, some of them own 100% of it, but they still don't know how to run the business. So the bottom line is that you've got to run, you've got to have the systems and the processes so that you have an extraordinary business. Because if you don't have an extraordinary business, you need, if you, own, if you have an ordinary business, then you need an extraordinary person to run it. But if you have an extraordinary system, then you can have an ordinary person run the business as long as the system is extraordinary. So it's, it's, it's one or the other. So, for example... The, yeah, that's a very good point. Yes, the marking that we do, because of the marking that we do, you don't need an extraordinary person to convert a prospect over. But if you don't do any marketing, then when you try to convert a client, you need an extraordinary person to convert that person, that prospect. So we're building an extraordinary system so that the business can run by itself rather than being dependent on an extraordinary person. So like I've proven it, it works and I've been doing it now for over 20 years. I, I don't work in the business, you know, it just, it just runs by itself. Like, for example, Pimble, I'm here at Pimble today and, it, and Cindy's been running it now for, you know, quite a few years and uh, she's just recently bought in. You know, she never had any equity prior. And uh, because the systems are so good, she doesn't have to do it by brute force. And, you know, you, you don't need an extraordinary person to run it. But mind you, she's a, I don't want to sound like she's not an extraordinary person because she's a, she's a really good operator. And whilst you can have the most extraordinary system, I've learnt now that you still need a pretty decent person to still run it. So that person still needs to be pretty good. But you don't need to have skin in the game. So, so often, you know, big organisations are run and, um, you know, the shareholders are different people. So it, it can be done, but uh, you're right, it's it's a lot harder. You know, it's a lot harder, especially if you don't have any systems or anything. You, you're relying on that person to be the system. You're relying on that person to be, to be an extraordinary because they have to do everything. They're the system. They're the person doing the grinding. They're the person that's seeing the clients. They're that. You know, they're everything. So they've got to be an extraordinary person. So in that instance, yes, absolutely right. But we like to believe that because we've got an extraordinary system, we can, it can run by itself. And we've proven it. In your hands-on mentoring, how do you identify the issues that need fixing? Are there common threats that most practices struggle with or are the issues quite unique to each practice? No, 80% to 90% of it is exactly the same and then 10 to 20% of it is unique. And what are the 80 to 90%? They just don't know how to manage traffic flow. You know, when I walk into a practice, I can pretty much, without talking to the person, know what their challenges are because they're pretty much the same. You know, straight away, if, if they're doing the tax returns in front of the client, then, you know, then that manifests itself all the way down, the, you know, for the rest of the organisation. From there to, you know, looking at the way they structure their team structures, 
it's all pretty much the same. So that's why Wise Mentoring works so well because 80 to 90% of it is the same. And all you've got to do is just follow those steps and it gets you a long way there. And then secondly, you know, because if you don't do something over and over and over and over and over again, then you don't create a new habit. And if you don't create a new habit, then you get pulled in all different directions. And Wise Live and Wise Tribe keeps you reminding you and keeps going over it, you know, over and over again. Like I've had people say, you know, I've heard that, 10 times, but it was only an 11th time that it sunk in. And now I get it, you know, after listening to it 15 times. And often, you know, you may not be ready for the answer in sort of to do with timing. And when at another point in time, it's said to you in a different way and then it, and the light comes on and it sinks in. And the more it becomes a habit, the more that it becomes entrenched so that it doesn't all unravel. Because if you don't do it over and over again, it will just all unravel. So that's why I say that when I do hands-on work, I, the first six months is putting all the systems in place. The next six months is just laboriously going over them over and over again until it becomes an absolute habit. And then that habit turns into a culture. And then the culture then runs the business. And the beauty about WISE is that you get both. You get the knowledge and education then you get the constant reminders, you know, from various different angles of different people talking about similar things but delivering in a different way. And some people understand it uh, when it's uh, pitched in a different way. The context is if it's pitched with a particular context in that, then it sinks in and, and other times it doesn't. So it's a it's a membership and it's not a 18 step where you go through the 18 steps and that's the end of it. It's a community of like-minded people who want to build a a business that runs without them so that it gives them more choices uh, in life, you know, which is what I'm blessed with. And the only reason I'm blessed with having lots of choices in my life is because the business is, you know, running not because of me, but without me. That's what wise mentoring is all about. When you look at the 80 to 90% of problems that most practices seem to struggle with. What's the hardest issue to fix and what's the easiest issue to fix? Oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> it's always the owner. Their practice is always a reflection of the owner. And if I can change the owner's way of thinking, then the whole practice will change. But, you know, often... And is that the hardest issue to fix or the easiest? That's the hardest one, isn't it? That's the hard. That's the hardest to fix. That was the easiest to answer, but the hardest to fix because, you know, often trying to change people's personalities, it's impossible. But, but more often than not, it's just not knowing what to do. And then once you educate them, then you need to go over it quite a lot of time until it becomes a habit. And that's, number one, that's the absolute most difficult thing. And, and often when I was doing you know, hands-on work with clients, the owner would say to me, I'll just just train my staff. But I can't just train his staff because if I just train his staff and he's not trained or he he or she's not trained, then they just come in and unravel all the good work that we've done. So it's got to be led by the front. And it's all all about leadership. So a lot of this mentoring that we do is is leadership. It's, It's teaching people how to lead because you really need strong leadership. And, uh, and if you don't have strong leadership, the practice goes in all different directions. And, of course, leadership also is about knowing what to do. And it's easier to lead if you know what to do. But if you don't know what to do, then it's, it's really hard to lead. So it's a combination of all of that. It's a combination of the knowledge, the education, 
leadership, teaching them how to lead, and then repeating it over and over again. And then being around a community of like-minded people that will pick you up when you're having a bad day and and helping you out and um, and being part of something that's like-minded, that everybody's in the same boat, that everybody is, is sharing this this journey together. And, uh, you know, the wonderful, wonderful thing about accounting is that it's such a fertile area that that we're not competitors. You know, like it's so fertile that there's, there's so much business that, you know, there's more than enough business a hundred times over for, you know, one individual firm. So we, we never see each other as a, as a competitor, whereas in a lot of different other other industries, you know, they see each other as competitors. So the wonderful thing here is, is you know, the, the firms that are here, they, they're just so willing to help another firm. And again, it's led by Jamie and myself because we've got the, the knowledge and the experience and the tools and the, and the, you know, the videos and the training and all that, and it helps. So you answered the question of what is the hardest issue to fix, and that is the owner, him or herself. But what is the easiest issue to fix? Easiest thing is, the, you know, doing tax returns. If someone is not doing their tax returns correctly, you know, that's easy to fix because they're all generally accountants and there's lots of training courses. It's lots of that kind of um, support. So basically improving the quality of the grinding work. Yes, that's easy because there's checklists, there's um, software, there's all sorts of things. But just generally, that's not the challenge that most firms have. The challenge is managing the traffic flow, you know, managing people because we're not taught to manage. And uh, that's the biggest part. Welcome back. So growing our practices starts with us. Our mindset, our way of thinking and looking at things, the way we think and act. I was keen to find out more about wise mentoring, what pain points they focus on and how it works, what they teach. So after the official interview, I asked Edward quite a few more questions. Here are his answers. And is the program you run, is that the set program where you cover specific topics? Yes. Now, perhaps if I could just take a step back and give it some context and uh, and that will give it a proper explanation. When an accounting firm will get to about 500,000 and they'll struggle. At 500,000, they will need some help. The next stage they hit will be about a million dollars. So when I got to, you know, 500,000 in fees, you know, I was working like 100 hours a week and, you know, I was doing everything wrong. I was doing tax returns in front of the clients. I was uh, trying to handle all the communication traffic. I had the wrong people in the wrong seat, in the wrong bus. You know, I, I just did everything wrong. And then when you hit a million dollars, there's a, a different level of need because it's more about leadership and managing and inspiring your team and, and having the right people in the right seat. So there are two levels that, that accounting firms generally, when they when they struggle, they they're, they're at that level. So when someone comes to me and they say they want help, I'll say, you're at you know you're either at six hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or you're at a million dollars. It's either one of those two, and uh, and then they they put their hand up for help. And uh, and generally, you know, they're working very long hours. You know, they're they're not getting much traction to the bottom line. So now often 
somebody would say, yes, I'm a coach for accounting firms. I used to run the accounting firm and now I'm a coach. So they sold their accounting firm and then they put their hand up to be a coach. Well, my definition of a successful accounting firm is one that runs by itself and like like mine is. So I'm still I still own the accountancy uh, business, but it's now it now runs by itself. Now, often when someone says to me they're running a great accountancy firm, you know, and it's because they're still running it, and you know, I, my response is anybody can do that when you're there running it, but try stepping out of it and it's running by itself. Then then I'll say you've got everything right, and and often. You know, someone would say their coach, they they've haven't been able to turn their practice into an investment and they've sold it because it's just giving them grief and then they try their hand at coaching. So what we did was completely different. Both uh, the other individual that's involved is Jamie Johns. He still has his accountancy practice, which uh, I helped him turn into a, an investment and pays a passive income to him. And then he then asked me, because of how successful it was, to, to uh, provide this to a wider audience. And uh, it was based on results. So what we've done here is completely different to any other person that's out there. And some coaches have never even run the accountancy practice. This mentor is based on, we still own the accountancy practice. It still runs without us. I, I go back to the accountancy but once a month just for a board meeting. And it just runs by itself. So, so we've got all the experience and the knowledge, and we documented it all into wise mentoring, so that it's affordable to uh, the average accounting firm. And it has a it's it's a community of like-minded accountants and bookkeepers who want to get access to the tools and you know all the the tools and the the spreadsheets and the videos and the training and the instructions and that. Um, to turn their business into uh, into something that runs not because of them but without them so that they can have more choices in their lives. And, and often when if you don't run it properly, you're a prisoner in your own business and you, you don't have any choices because you, it's just all dependent on you. And, uh, and, and most of the time it's just because they don't know how to do it. Well, I've, I've done this for over 30 years and made a lot of mistakes and, um, you know, developed all the tools and the processes and and then the, the team structures and things and documented it all in WISE. So WISE is an 18-step program. So there's step one, step two, step three, all the way through to step 18. And they do it on their own, you know, when they have time. So they'll do step one and then step two and then step three. And then in addition to that, that's, that's called Wise Vault. So that's over 100-odd 100 100 uh, pieces of tools and videos and instructions and so forth in, in that vault. So whenever you need something, you just go to the vault and there it is. Everything that you need to run an accountancy business from you know your engagement letters to your ideal team structure to your capacity plan and working out your capacity and how to set up your team structure. So is WISE just an online program or does it also include individual mentoring? So face-to-face -face interaction or interaction over the phone, etc. but individual interaction? Yes, we do both. So we set up the vault so they can access their information, but then we also set up WISE Tribe. Now, Wise Tribe is a Facebook 
Q&A. So they can come in and ask questions on Wise Tribe. And so there's quite a lot of action going on at the moment, lots of questions, lots of answers. There's a lot of activity in Wise Tribe at the moment. So And do different members help each other or is there a mentor who then answers all the questions? It's mainly myself and Jamie Johns, but some of the members also jump in there and share their their, their, their thoughts. Uh, mm -hmm. So often... You know, someone might you be using a, a better software. You know, they'll say, "Look, I've tried this software and it works really well," and and then the members get the benefit of that. So it's it's very very. I, I wish I had this. I know I'm a bit biased, but I wish I had this when I was uh, when I started out. It would have just saved me so much time and angst and and worry. But of course, the technology wasn't there as well in back then. Then we had we have Wise Live, which is a webinar once a month, and that's for the owners. So we pick different topics that are topical. Uh, at a particular point in time. So, for example, around uh, June and July, we do our staff reviews. So we'll run a wise live on how you do your staff reviews um, and then the planning. So in July, we do planning. So we explain how the planning occurs with the clients and the, the capacity of your team and so forth. So LiveWise is a wise live is helping the owners at a point in time where, because all the firms go through a similar thing. So, you know, in June and July, they should be doing their staff reviews and they should be planning their calendars for the rest of the year. So they, they, they all go through a similar, a similar circumstances. So they will find it very, very relevant and uh, timely. And then we have um, a, a WISE team clinic, which is training for their staff, for the leaders in their teams. Because often, as I said, we're taught how to do the work, but we're not taught how to manage people. So we run a webinar series for their staff, and mainly with the team leaders of their, the client managers and the team leaders of their teams. And we help them manage people, manage their teams. And that's a critical uh, part of it, because if your people are trained well and they and they know what to do, then your life is very easy. If they're not trained well, then you know, then you're dragged back into the business constantly. So uh, it's very important uh, with staff training. So we help them with that. And then there's uh, WISE expert partners, which uh, are made up of all the different vendors of supplies of um, services to accounting firms from trustee setups to software suppliers to, you know, CRMs, and, uh, and they partner up with us to, you know, offer their expertise to the group. And uh, and then we the last one is we have uh, wise hands on, which is a hands on face to face mentoring, coaching if you like, stroke coaching, a bit more hands on. Uh, so that's why it's called you know wise hands on. And I do that with Jamie, and it generally runs for about 12 months, and and they should be self sufficient at that point. think about face-to-face -face meetings? Well, when we do WISE Live, whilst they're not really face-to-face, -face, they see us, but they ask questions through live. So it's like a webinar, a live webinar, and they're asking questions on this live webinar, and then we, we then answer it. Yeah, I meant more your tribe all getting together in a room. and. Yes, well, we've been thinking about that, but they're all over Australia. You know, that, that could be an, an extra thing that we add in. It just depends on whether the members want it. So we would ask them and if they if they wanted that, then we would you know, offer that as well. But um, we've only been going for a few months, um, Heidi, or about 
five months. I oh, think. I see. I didn't realise. Yes, and we're getting about 10, 10 new members a month at the moment, and it's building up quite well. And um, you know, soon, you know, we'll, we'll have quite a lot more members. And you know, the you know the the, the interesting thing is um, the research that we've done is that. Um, Overseas, uh, the accountants overseas have the same challenges as uh, accountants here in Australia. So this is quite universal. And um, when the, the the people that we've been talking to overseas heard about wise mentoring, you know, they were asking for us to go over to their country. And which countries are you looking at? At the moment, mainly mainly the English speaking countries like the UK, um, America, you know, mainly the English speaking countries. But we wanted to, you know. Just really get it going in Australia first, because if you can't do it in your own country, there's no point in doing it in in another country. And I, I think it will go very, very well in America, for example. Um, just that Americans love Australians to begin with, and I think that you know, with and Jamie is such a people person, he, uh, they would just absolutely, you know, love him. He's a he's a bit of a larrikin and, and, a, and a country boy from Ballarat. With a, so like a bit a bit like um, Crocodile Dundee. Yes, a bit like Crocodile Dundee. I'd absolutely love him. And uh, and then Brenton is an Aussie boy and he's in Ireland, and uh, and that sort of demonstrates to the audience how technology we should be embracing technology and how can technology can overcome certain challenges. And, uh, and and there's myself who's um, who's who's uh, I'm, I'm my my uh, parents were a, a Chinese, but my grandparents, my grandparents, my father's side came out to Australia in the 18 in the late 1800s, and my grandparents on my mother's side came out in the, in the early uh, 1900s. So there's a deep deep uh, um, attachment to the country where. You know, Dad was a, a prisoner of war um, when Japan invaded uh, New Guinea, and uh, and my grandfather on my mum's side, you know, served served in the army in the Australian army, you know, in the Second World War, and, and grandmother on the return serviceman's pension. So there's a great diversity in, in what we're doing, and, and that generally represents Australia to a T. So I, I think uh, Americans would love wise entering with the the three guys that's in it, and uh, and the value that it brings to everyone, and that and the lives, and how it can change their practice and therefore their their own lives, um, because you know I I I I've been very grateful to the accounting industry, and and part of the reason for doing this was it's just my way of giving back, and why did I pick this this particular market? It's because accountants have such a um, such an influence uh, on their clients and if you can get an accounting firm to run their business well then they can pass it on to their clients who generally a lot of them are, are businesses they can help them run their business as well the, the, the knock-on effect from that is just huge absolutely huge and i can't i can't sort of overstate that it's just uh it's just absolutely huge uh, in terms of the value and the and the, and the benefit that it can generate, and uh, that's why we we chose this particular channel, if you like, because they have such 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 an in, in huge influence on their clients. And that's what differentiates wise mentoring from everybody else, because there's a lot of services that 
you know, help you with the technical stuff like the, the tax and the, you know, the technical tax things. But there's nothing out there that helps, that shows you how to run the accountancy practice. There's lots of um, coaches that show you what to do. You know, they'll, they'll tell you a whole lot of what's, but none of them will tell you how to do it. And, and when Jamie, Jamie Johns uh, asked me to, to, to mentor to him, and he'd gone through, you know, a dozen coaches, and he said that they all told him what to do but not how to do it. And uh, I was the only person that told him how to do it. And that's because I've actually done it and I haven't sold it and, and you know, went somewhere else because I failed in running it and then I've, you know, taken on another career path. Well, it's I've succeeded and it's paying me a passive income and it's created more time available for me to help Jamie, and then Jamie saw the results in his own business, and then you now he's, he's going down the same path as, as I had, and he is very, very good at documenting things, whereas I'm not so good at documenting things. He's very, very good at documenting everything that I taught him, and, uh, you know, the 100 or so videos and tools and spreadsheets uh, were him taking everything out of my head and documenting it all. And then, of course, um, Brenton in Ireland is very, very good with um, systems and software. So the three of us bringing complementary skills, which is how I started this this interview, uh, bringing complementary skills to the table and working with each other, it creates uh, synergy. Creates you know one plus one is five, and it's the same as you know grinders and miners bringing those two together is where you get the, the leverage from. Just wanted to just just say to the firms out there that you know if you are struggling, and I know I've been through exactly what you're going through, just give Wise Mentoring a go. There's no contracts. There's no you can start and stop any time. There's a uh, I think it's a seven day trial where you can go in have a look at it for yourself, and then if it's if you don't like it, you can just hop out of it. There's there's no obligation. Um, we the main part of what we do is to try and give back to the industry. It's not to it's not to try and you know get a dollar out of you. But if you are hurt and you're struggling a bit, then uh, give this a go. You'll be absolutely amazed not just by the tools that you have, but the community that's that we've created. There's uh, it's it's growing now. So there's there's uh, quite a few in there now. There's over 50 and with 60 in the next month. So there's it's growing pretty quickly. And there's no obligation to sign contracts or anything. And it's a wonderful offering. And I, I, I know I'm a bit biased, but, you know, I wish I had this uh, when I was younger, when I was trying to build my practice. It would have saved me so much time, so much effort, so much, um, so many mistakes I would have saved. And, you know, it's such a, it's just a fantastic service. And that's coming from the heart. And we've priced it very, very low so that everybody can get access to it. So it's um, you know it's it's there there to, to take you, uh, to make use of. So do, do that, and you'll you'll be absolutely amazed. Welcome back. In the next episode, episode 177, Peter Bobbin of Argel Lawyers in Sydney will talk about the different options we have to invest super in property. 
Until then, thank you for listening and thank you to Class for their support. Bye for now and see you in the next episode. Thank you.